When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Toffees won at Selhurst Park in the Premier League last Saturday. That result took them to 14th in the table, nine points clear of the relegation zone until that was this morning. They have since been docked 10 points for breaching the Premier League's profit and sustainability rules. So they now have four points and are in 19th place and only ahead of bottom, bottom club Burnley on goal difference. BBC Merseyside Julia Bould is the woman behind the Everton podcast. Nothing will be the same and so is very much the right person to talk to right now. Julia, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. So talk us through why they have been sanctioned. We've known about this for some time but we haven't known the specifics or the outcome. Today we have the outcome. What's the allegation? Yeah, so this is to do with profit and sustainability calculations. So it's essentially a case that relates to an interest payment on the new stadium, which, of course, is on Liverpool's waterfront. The club always believed that it was permissible add-ons, so for the profit and sustainability calculations. But the Premier League disagreed with that, and that's why it went to the Premier League Commission to be looked at who have deemed that Everton should be punished for this. And as you said before, 10 points have been deducted this morning. So so Premier League clubs are allowed to lose £105 over a three-year period. What did they find that Everton had done? Well, yes, they believe that they breached that and they went over that allocated amount that you are to lose. So Everton did work closely with the Premier League since 2021 to remain compliant with the with the regulations and they are going to appeal that punishment because they feel it's been disproportionate but yes it is it is key to say that Everton have been transparent with the Premier League so I think that's why it's become quite a shock today that they have been found to have breached the regulations and then also been given the most severe punishment ever in Premier League history. I think the figure I'm reading, uh, there was a five-day hearing in October, the Independent Commission, they found uh, in favour of the Premier League and Everton's losses. So the figure of £105 over a three-year period, they found that Everton had lost £124.5 over just one year from uh, uh, the period ending 2021 to 2022. So that's uh, uh, quite a big jump in uh, admissibility. They say it, it was it was just uh, an accounting error. They had initially said in March that they had a 44.7 million deficit in that period. But those two figures, they're, they're, they're a world apart, aren't they? Yes, and that's what is slightly unclear now is that both sides have got different readings into it. And, and you know, the, the rule book is so detailed as well. I think Everton feel aggrieved, and the reason they are appealing is not against that, you know, they have been found to have breached these figures. They admit that and they have spoken closely with the Premier League and the Commission about it. It's the punishment that they feel is unfair right now at the 10-point deduction. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to go on. I am told that appeal will continue this season. It will be completed, though, before the end of the season as well. But, yeah, as you say, 
you know, huge amounts of varying figures doing the rounds as well. And it might not become fully clear until the end of the appeal process. And that is hugely risky if if the appeal is only completed towards the end of the season because that's put a, that puts a huge amount of pressure on the team, doesn't it, to perform because yeah. they don't know whether they'll get points back or whether they'll just stay where they are. Yeah, look, when it comes to pressure, though, Everton have been on two relegation battles on the bounce. So this looks like it's a third relegation battle, doesn't it? You know, consistently for the club. I, I think Sean Dyche has engaged really well with the fan base. I did ask Everton if he's been told of this before the news came out. He was. He took a phone call this morning from the director of football at Everton, Kevin Thelwell, who told him. And Sean Dyche's stance remains the same. He's surprised. He's disappointed by what's happened. But for him, he's going to go out there and aim to win football games. And so for him, really, the remit doesn't change. But when it comes to pressure, I think the whole of the club and the whole of the fan base from the last two seasons, particularly as you hear in the podcast series on BBC Sounds, are used to working under extreme pressure situations. So unfortunately, it looks like it's going to happen again, but it's nothing new. And what this will do is galvanise the fan base. The fans are absolutely livid because they're questioning that, you know, if an accounting issue over the the stadium repayments has brought a 10-point deduction, then what happens to other clubs that we know are facing more significant charges and allegations right now? You know, you've got to look at that across the board. Football fans will be wondering, well, if that's a 10-point loss for Everton, what happens to other clubs in the future? It will galvanise the fan base for sure. There is no way they will allow Everton to go down without a fight. We've seen that before at Goodison and we'll certainly see it again now. I mean, I'm just looking at uh, the Commission's statement on this. Um, they say, we take into account the fact that Everton's PSR, uh, this profit and sustainability uh, rules, uh, trend over the relevant four years is positive, but cannot ignore the fact that the failure to comply with this regime was the result of Everton irresponsibly taking a chance that things would turn out po- positively. Buying players for a lot of money and not really having a guarantee that you could sell other players on. That's effectively what they're saying was too much of a gamble and saying essentially crossing their fingers and and, and hoping they would go up the table. Yes, and you know that is something that's been discussed today at length. What I would say to that as well is Everton have sold players and for large amounts of money. Richarlison went for 60 million. Anthony Gordon went for 40 million. So they have managed to, to sell players to try and boost their financial fair play situation. Of course, they were hindered as well, weren't they, when they had the exclusivity naming rights deal put onto the new stadium at Liverpool's waterfront. Now, that was a deal believed to be worth around £200 million and it was with USM, which, of course, is a Russian-based business. So once the invasion of Ukraine happened in February of last year, it did mean that that deal ended immediately and Everton didn't get the £200 million. So that's something they argued with the Commission and I'm pretty sure will continue to argue in the appeal process as well that some of the situations they found themselves in financially were things that nobody could have predicted. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate your insight because you've got such a busy day there, Julia. Thank you for joining us. BBC Merseyside's Julia Bald. Um, She's from the Everton podcast and nothing will be the same. We can talk to Everton fan Les Roberts now who presents the Blue Room podcast. Afternoon, Les. Afternoon, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, but but a loss of 10 points. Um, How are you feeling? Um, As Julia said, I think think it is a little bit of disbelief. I mean, we were expecting something. But I think, as Julie said, the 10 points seems quite disproportionate. Just to put it into context, if a club goes into administration in the Premier League, you only get a nine-point deduction. 
Um, and that's like, you know, that, that causes job losses at the club, has a massive impact, the club's not solvent, and that's only nine points. So to deduct Everton 10 points, it does seem disproportionate. And as you heard then, there's, there's a lot of sort of ifs and buts and questions still around, you know, Everton could have had money coming in from USM. No one could have seen sort of that falling through because of what happened. Um, there was COVID as well, which really sort of upset the transfer market. Don't get me wrong, Everton are really susceptible in this. They overspent wildly. Um, for a couple of years, around 2017, 2018 in particular, um, overpaid the players, overpaid the contracts, which were only just coming out the other side of now. So the Everton board are definitely susceptible in this. Um, it just feels like it's a bit much from the Premier League. And part of me thinks it's because the government is threatening to put an independent regulator in for the Premier League. And that is not something that they'd want. They wouldn't want their affairs getting poked around um, by an right. independent regulator. Why do you think they wouldn't want that? I just think because there's there's so much money swirling around and it's it's such a murky world. Um, right. you know, if you look, but that's if not you look good, at things, is it? <laughs> that's no, not, not a good not, thing. <laughs> not at all, but it feels to me like this is the Premier League sort of saying, look, we can keep our own house in order. But if you, if you look at it objectively, it kind of suggests the other way because Everton have been working with the Premier League for the last two years. Um, they've been making signings in that time, which I think, like, I assume the Premier League have been signing off. I think when Benitez joined the club, we, we bought... Um, Marley Gray for 1.6 million. Then in that January, we spent about 30 million on uh, Patterson and Mikolenko, which I think was a surprise to everyone that we could spend that money. But the Premier League obviously okayed it, so it, it's, it, it just doesn't really stack up. Uh, I'm not saying we're complete victims in this because the club are to blame for getting us. Well, in yes, that I mean, let's look at the figures. I just, I just was mentioning uh, this to Juliana. Everton posted financial losses for a fifth successive year in March. They reported a 44.7 million deficit for the year 21 to 22. Um, the commission, this independent commission, found that those losses actually amounted to 124.5 million. Those two figures are nowhere near close. And, you know, Everton's saying, well, this is an accountancing issue, but that's an awful lot of money to go missing. This seems to be maybe one of the reasons, again, I mean, they're saying, OK, they're going in the right direction, but you can't say your deficit was this when we found it to be this. They're not being transparent. That's what the commission is saying. Uh, well, I mean, it's, uh, firstly, it's only Everton who could have a, an accountant owner and sort of get a 10-point deduction on the back of an accounting error. That's, that's just classic Everton. But I think as far as being transparent is concerned, Everton have been working with the Premier League for two years now. They've been, you know, they've been handing over accounts. They've been, you know, basically... the. the and sort of um, how much we can spend. If you look at how much Everton have spent over the last three years, I'm pretty sure it's sort of negative net spend. So I don't like to go into net spend too much, but I'm pretty sure it's negative. The club has been acting pretty frugally over the last few years. Um, so I, as far as I can see, they've been transparent with the Premier League. Obviously, all this could come out in the wash if there's an appeal. Um, we don't know. We don't know what to expect from that, but it's. It just leaves a bit of a sour taste in the mouth, the fact that it is such a big points deduction. When you, you know, yeah. when you look at clubs, if, if a club just sort of, you know, spent wildly, you know, got went into administration, there was job losses and stuff, they get less of a punishment. And, well, and this is also well, what they're trying to avoid, isn't it? This is why you have this uh, profit and sustainability rules, and, and yeah. they have to kind of make examples, not not just for the sake of it, but they have to say if it is a sustainable, and we've given you a chance to put it right, and we're still seeing this huge deficit. And then the accounting figures don't add up. I mean, that seems quite bang to rights, doesn't it? It, it does. Yeah, on, on the face of it, like, it does. But I just, 
I don't know. I just don't think they're playing with a straight bat. As I said, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to come across as a victim in all this because the club, you know, the club has been my only over the last six years in particular. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's just the points deduction that it seems it seems way off um, being sort of the right amount of points to deduct for, for what it is. Um, but if I'm going to be positive though, you know, we're still not bottom, um, and we could True. be out of relegation. We could be out of relegation zone next week if results okay. go our way. So it's not. And, and if you need an impetus, if you need an impetus to get up the table, this is surely it, isn't it? Well, yeah, you know, this this is the thing. Probably a lot of fans say this about themselves, but it's certainly the case with Everton that you know when our backs are against the wall, that's sort of when we come to life. Um, so when it's when it's a sort of us need the world situation, I think that's when Evertonians sort of thrive. Um, even on just a game by game basis, we don't really get into it until like the referee makes a bad decision or one of our players gets kicked. So. I think this this could have a gap. I'm not seeing it as the end of the world. I do think we'll still be okay as well. You're getting a rare bit of Evertonian optimism here. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, um, and you've yeah, got I, loads I, of loads of material, Les, for your podcast. We'll be tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you. Les Roberts there, Everton fan, and uh, you can hear them chew over that one on the Blue Room podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.